Hare Krishna everyone, we're continuing to read Bhagavad Gita as it is, book by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. The introduction continuing. Out of so many human beings who are suffering, there are a few who are actually inquiring about their position, as to what they are, why they're put into this awkward position, and so on. Unless one is awakened to this position of questioning his suffering, unless he realizes that he doesn't want suffering, but rather wants to make a solution to all suffering, then one is not to be considered a perfect human being. Humanity begins when this sort of inquiry is awakened in one's mind. In the Brahma Sutra, this inquiry is called Brahma Jigyasa. Adhato Brahma Jigyasa. Every activity of the human being is to be considered a failure unless he inquires about the nature of the Absolute. Therefore, those who begin to question why they are suffering or where they came from and where they shall go after death are proper students for understanding Bhagavad Gita. The sincere student should also have a firm respect for the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Such a student was Arjuna. Lord Krishna descends specifically to re-establish the real purpose of life when man forgets that purpose. Even then, out of many, many human beings who awaken, there may be one who actually enters the spirit of understanding his position, and from him this Bhagavad Gita is spoken. Actually, we are all swallowed by the tigress of nations, but the Lord is very merciful upon the living entities, especially human beings. To this end, he spoke the Bhagavad Gita, making his friend Arjuna his student. Being an associate of Lord Krishna, Arjuna was above all ignorance. But Arjuna was put into ignorance on the battlefield of Kurukshetra, just to question Lord Krishna about the problems of life, so that the Lord could explain them for the benefit of future generations of human beings and chalk out the plan of life. Then man could act accordingly and perfect the mission of human life. The subject of the Bhagavad Gita entails the comprehension of five basic truths. First of all, the science of God is explained and then the constitutional position of the living entities. Jivas. There is Ishvara, 
which means the controller. And there are jivas, the living entities, which are controlled. If a living entity says that he is not controlled, but that he is free, then he is insane. The living being is controlled in every respect, at least in his conditioned life. So, in the Bhagavad Gita, the subject matter deals with the Ishvara, the supreme controller, and Jivas, the controlled living entities. Prakriti, material nature, and time, the duration of existence of the whole universe, or the manifestation of material nature, and karma, activity, are also discussed. The cosmic manifestation is full of different activities. All living entities are engaged in different activities. From Bhagavad Gita we must learn what God is, what the living entities are, what Prakriti is, what the cosmic manifestation is, how it is controlled by time, and what the activities of the living entities are. Out of these five basic subject matters in Bhagavad Gita, it is established that the Supreme Godhead, or Krishna, or Brahman, or the Supreme Controller, or Paramatma, you may use whatever name you like, is the greatest of all. The living beings are in quality like the Supreme Controller. For instance, the Lord has control over the universal affairs of material nature, as will be explained in the later chapters of Bhagavad Gita. Material nature is not independent. She is acting under the directions of the Supreme Lord. As Lord Krishna says, Maya Dyakshena Prakriti Suyate Sacharacharam. This material nature is working under my direction. When we see wonderful things happening in the cosmic nature, we should know that behind this cosmic manifestation there is a controller. Nothing could be manifested without being controlled. It is childish not to, to consider the controller. For instance, a child may think that an automobile is quite wonderful to be able to run without a horse or without animal pulling it. But a sane man knows the nature of the automobile's engineering. Engineering's arrangement. He always knows that behind the machinery there is a man, a driver. Similarly, the Supreme Lord is the driver 
under whose direction everything is working. Now the jivas, or the living entities, have been accepted by the Lord, as we will note in the later chapters, as his parts and parcels. A particle of gold is also gold. A drop of water from the ocean is also salty. And similarly, we, the living entities, being part and parcel of the Supreme Controller, Ishvara, or Bhagavan, Lord Sri Krishna, have all the qualities of the Supreme Lord in minute quantity. Because we are minute Ishvaras, subordinate Ishvaras. We are trying to control nature, as presently we are trying to control space or planets. And this tendency to control is there, because it is in Krishna. (laughs) But although we have a tendency to control, to lord it over material nature, We should know that we are not the Supreme Controller. This is explained in Bhagavad Gita. What is material nature? And that's a very good question that will be answered in the next episode. So thank you so much for tuning in. The link to this book will appear tomorrow. And uh, we shall see you in the next episode. Hare Krishna.